Welcome to another edition of the Steamers Podcast. This is Season 1, Episode 6. Happy Monday. Sunday sucked. That's all I'm gonna... I'm not even gonna... Just... It sucked. It was terrible. Scoop. I'm feeling pretty good over here. I did alright. What do you mean he did alright? No, every... I want to throw a flag. How are we doing, Flubbers? I want to throw a flag for what happened during the 1 o'clock and 4 o'clock games. I did. Terrible. What the hell? The whole day is decided by refs. It's the whole day. And then, well, I'm going to put in a third-string running back, Raheem Mostert, and he's going to take two touchdowns away from Breda, who has 130 yards, 40 yards on the ground, ruining my day. Watson, what the hell? Yeah, you had some cold takes for this week. Cold? I've never seen you so silent. I think you said maybe five words throughout the entirety of those games from one to seven. Yeah, just started drinking. Greed took off work Monday, so I, I see a lot of beer in his future, near future. I'm not happy. I'm not. Horseshit, honestly, what it is. Walt Anderson literally can take a lap. I'm going to punt him into another galaxy after watching him ref that, that Saints game. Because... Yeah, really rough look there. What a bot! He's a bot! He's literally a bot! I ha- I can't do it. I can't. You watch this game. Every other play is a penalty. All the penalties went against the Saints. Even though I said the Rams were going to win this game, I could not deal with the fact that I'm watching this guy just throw a penalty and every type of play, every first down, you got to question if it if it's going to count or not because you don't know when he's throwing a flag, he does it way too way too often. And yeah. it's just I, it's really unfortunate for like the last 3 games the Saints have played. It's these terrible calls, like just blatantly terrible. That really decide the game. No, it's it's not even like I'm just pointing out Walt Anderson as like he is the main villain to fantasy football and in general because he ruins. There's just penalty after penalty after calling, penalty. Um, I wonder if he was calling that 49ers Bucks game last week when two Kittle's touchdowns. This is this is Got you know what? Back. And what we're gonna do? I think we should just. Every week, highlight whatever game Walt Anderson's doing for that yeah. weekend, and just say this is the game you don't want to watch. Stay away from it. <laughs> don't watch it. Don't don't bet on it. Don't don't take any players in it. Walt Anderson, the demon. He, I'm gonna call him the demon. He's the demon. He's gonna be that that creature that hovers around every every NFL game. And he just ruins it. Ruins my Sunday. That's definitely something I have to start looking into more for fantasy and like betting purposes, like. Who, whatever the refs are, that fucking matters. <laughs> Yo, we're going to do the that ref factor. A lot. Ref factor. Yeah. So uh, I, that's something I'm going to be looking into more for sure. Well, let's get into some of these games that happened today. So a big one that we were talking about, we were, we were talking about a big Pittsburgh Steelers bounce back this week. It was took a 28 both of us. Yeah, they took a 28-26 loss at home. Big Ben getting hurt with an elbow injury, having Mason Rudolph come in. And, I mean, this, this honestly hurt both of us this week. Yeah. Big Ben was one of my guys. I'd like to have a good week. He gets hurt after a shaky first half. Then Mason Rudolph comes in, throws two touchdowns, and they lose by two points at home to the Seahawks. And it's just 
I don't know. I I can't. They I, looked terrible. Like they just didn't look good. And then on top, like like Big Ben getting hurt aside, like they they just looked bad all day. I'm surprised it even got to that score where it was like that close at the end. I I started Big Ben over Russell Wilson too in one of my leagues. Yeah, that sucks. That's like 30 points on my bench, and then the four points in my lineup because I've actually. I believed Big Ben today, and... I thought he was going to air it out after Dalton lit them up. Yeah, and it's just... Connor had got his touchdown. He still hasn't had a good matchup to get him yards. He's not looking like the guy... He's had good gains in the past. I just think he's more of a touchdown guy. I don't know if he's going to be that big on yards anymore. And then Juju's getting a lot of good coverage, but he's still getting good targets and catches per game. But this the offense is definitely taking a toll, and I... Their secondary, oh my god, their secondary is getting torched. Yeah, they might have to go. And now that Minka Fitzpatrick's available, this is um, the Steelers have to go make this move. The, the way their secondaries looked the last two games, I'm surprised no one's traded for Minka yet. It, I, the, I they, think it's going to be done tomorrow. It's got to be done. Yeah, it's going to be done so fast this week. Um, but yeah, I also took Big Ben in my FanDuel lineup, the only lineup I did, and. Put up a solid three, I think, three points. So, I might have been, I might have came in last place in that fan to lineup. I actually, I'm in seventh, and I took Big Ben. Yeah. I have like eighty points, and it, I, that was the one I did not look at at all with our with our, you know, our friends Fanduel. Yeah, I know you put a lot of time into the other one. Though. Yeah, well, I do my forty four dollar <laughs> one, and that's why I'm drinking so heavily right now. It's because I did the forty four dollar one and didn't hit the money, and it's yeah. just. If all I need to do is for that to hit the money, and I literally get my money back for the the whole week, like the whole week of fantasy. Yeah. So, me losing that matchup has definitely taken a toll on me. Derek Carr did not show up, and Tyler Boyd had a good game, no touchdown. Juju had a decent game, no touchdown. Gurley had a touchdown, but he didn't get any more tick. Alvin Kamara just absolutely. Yeah. I don't even know where he was. I don't I'm know. I'm getting nervous about Kamara. It was the Walt Anderson. It's Walt, An- dude. It all circles back to Walt Anderson. It starts. You start with your matchup. You start with the previous games. You look at their numbers. You look at the player, and then you see no, none of that matters. It's Walt Anderson's game. He's gonna yeah. ruin your day. Walt so, Anderson gets like 40 fantasy points a game taken away. Someone find out his his fantasy stats. Is he a good fantasy player? Should have taken him over Kamara. He definitely has a team. He's a lying sack of shit if he says he doesn't have a team. So what are your big takeaways from this Seahawks-Steelers game? This uh, is second game in a row the Seahawks squeezed by. Big takeaways. Seattle's showing that they can play with people. They're not going to win. They're not going to blow you out, but they're going to give you games. I think that what they're showing me is they might make playoffs, but just like lose the first round because... They're just squeezing by in these games. Like they're gonna win a lot of like close games, but that's not gonna work in the playoffs. Um, Steelers are showing me that I might have been wrong about them. I'm, uh, and it's you don't know the what this Big Ben though, injury is either. The thing is though, like, so we watched this on Red Zone, so I didn't really get to like deeply dissect what the Steelers were looking like. Um, I kind of only saw them here and there, so I can't like cancel them right now but being at 0 and 2 I'm going to tell you right now I'm sorry I don't want to interrupt you but I'm yeah. telling you right now the way that their secondaries looked 
they are not going to be able to stand stand up to the Ravens. They are not going to. No way. Yeah. Ravens secondary looks good. Their D line looked a lot better today. No, though. yeah, and they got to so, Wilson, but yeah, that's going to be the problem with Lamar. Lamar's a great running QB. He's going to get away from those sacks better. Well, maybe I don't know. Maybe not though, because Wilson Wilson's good with that shit too. But, so, but Wilson torched him. Wilson yeah. threw three touchdowns, and the second and like I said, they need to go get Minka because their secondary looks like shit. Yeah, it looks and that's terrible. the problem. Yeah, it does. So the Seahawks. I think they're still sitting in my realistic expectation. That division, and no one's talking about it, the Niners are 2-0. and Seahawks 2-0. and The Rams 2-0. and yeah. The Cardinals are 0-1-1. And yeah. I think if any team that got the boost today, it it probably has to be the Niners. Just looking they at this division really as a whole. They looked really good. They looked really, really good today. Um, their offense is nice, honestly. If they can keep their wide receivers healthy, um, yeah. like so they were playing well, so like, obviously, I mean, wait, Breda had 121 yards. Yeah, he didn't have a touchdown. Jeff Wilson, practice squad. If a practice squad player takes your touchdowns, then there's a problem. There's a huge problem. And he took. I'm pretty sure Jeff Wilson had like two touchdowns. Yeah. He did. He's a yeah, sack of shit. It's also concerning to me, too, that the Niners are doing so well without Kittle making much of an impact. Well, he should have had, two like, two touchdowns last week. But, yeah. honestly, he takes so much coverage that... It's opening up for other people. I like Debo. I think Debo was a really sneaky pickup by them. Marquise Goodwin looked really good today, too. And Monster. Dude, I have Monster on the bench in both my leagues. He, dude, he, he looks like the red zone guy. Yeah, so uh, if I lose to Campo because I didn't start Mostert, I'm going to be pretty upset about that because Latavius Murray put up a dud. <laughs> you, you're starting Latavius Murray. Dude, my starting running backs are Murray and Miles Sanders. Look out for Miles Sanders tonight, though. Oh, we're getting to that. We're getting to that. We will. Let's move, in. Let's move on to another game. Kansas City Chiefs defeat the Raiders 28-10. And let's just cut to the second quarter. Because the Raiders start, I mean, the Raiders, the Raiders go off 10 nothing, nice. And Mahomes has no points going into the second quarter. First play of the second quarter throws a touchdown to Demarcus Robinson, who was wide open. And then he goes on to throw four touchdowns in that quarter. Raiders don't score the whole... So, no scoring from the Chiefs in the first quarter. Raiders don't score after the first quarter. And I'm I'm just sitting here. I mean, you got a ten nothing lead at home, and you give up 28 points in the second quarter, and then you don't. There's not a point scored in the second half. Yeah, I, I gotta say that second quarter from Mahomes is one of the best stretches of quarterback play I've ever seen. His deep ball is unreal, yeah. and the I I'm someone it's has to look into this play call because time. the 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 one the where play call looks swung. amazing. They, they swung the guy through yeah. the back, and then it, it it pulled down the safety because of the swing, and then uh, the deep throw just wide open. Yeah, some of those play calls were amazing. And Mahomes is just like, if you – there could even be someone on him. He just puts it right where it needs to be. So it's kind of a cheat code. Travis Kelsey did have his game. He did get his touchdown. He had over 20 points in fantasy and fan duel, which, I mean, that was you what you wanted – 
I just I can't believe he didn't get another one. I think that you know how you saw Mahomes go light up him up for four touchdowns in a quarter. You were thinking that maybe Kelsey's getting two of those, but they can't. The Raiders cannot cover the deep ball. It, yeah. That's that's literally their now they're now they're screwed. Well, they, they they've been screwed, dude. I said this. They're the red. Their schedule the next like six weeks. I I don't remember exactly who they're playing, but they're it's just so brutal. They they're probably gonna go like one and five the next six games. So they needed to pull this game out, but it's just funny how Mahomes just torches them for a quarter, and he's like, "All right, we're good now." And then, and that's this is and that's the thing about fantasy is that the Mahomes effect. He comes in like you're sweating the first quarter. You have you have like two points from Mahomes. He leaves going into halftime with like thirty five, and it's just from that quarter. It's like at any time the dude can just turn it on and get you three touchdowns. I'm also really upset about Sammy Watkins. I knew that the Raiders secondary isn't good, so um, I didn't really care that he was going to be getting the most attention outside of maybe Kelsey because I thought he would still be able to get open because their secondary is not that nice. But then we got to Marcus Robinson. Oh, did you see the play? Miko Hardman had a 50-plus touchdown revoked because of LaShawn McCoy holding. Yeah. So Miko Hardman should have had – like twenty five yeah. fantasy points today, and Mahomes should have had a fifth touchdown. Had five hundred yards passing and five touchdowns. Just insane. That's nuts. Right now, it's looking like I mean, if Mahomes his price is going to jump up to like ninety four, ninety five, probably next week for Fanduel. But if he's still sitting at nine thousand, I'm definitely going to consider starting to take him. Yeah, because you're getting your twenty, you're getting your thirty points I think, guaranteed. Yeah, I think going into this year, everyone wanted to see because it was only his first year last year. I think everyone kind of wanted to see if he could do it again, um, and I think he's proven that already. So he's definitely worth the money as the top quarterback because he just it's just guaranteed this guy's going to go off and get like forty fantasy points. I don't know. The Chiefs are the Chiefs are looking legit. Their, Their defense, defense is playing better, a lot yeah. better. And although Josh Jacobs did have ninety nine rushing yards, but you, I think like sixty of it was on one rush. Yeah. And you, yeah, at fifty one on that yeah. one run. But the thing I'm looking at is this offense. You, no one worries about it. It's not going to be a problem against anyone. But if this defense is going to play like they did that whole second half, where there's times that. You know what? They're not. They're not easy. Like they're gonna. They're gonna make you make plays. They're gonna. They're gonna yeah. stop you. How are you gonna stop them? I don't know how you're gonna stop them. Well, remember too. Last year, the Chiefs pretty much should have won that playoff game against the Patriots, but uh, D Ford, right? He oh had yeah. That, yeah. So He's it's almost anymore. yeah. So they upgraded, and if they can just play more discipline, like discipline defense, then. I like it's like obviously the Patriots look amazing this year too. But I mean they've had like this is like the Chiefs revenge tour. Like if they play them again in the playoffs, expect them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they're gonna be out for blood. So I mean, Chiefs are looking really legit this year. I really want to see else. the AFC. I, I really want to see an AFC when it when it all when it's all said and done. Because I think we're both gonna think that the Texans are gonna win that division. I want to see the. Chiefs Texans in like the AFC like divisional yeah. round or or a conference championship because like I just I just want to see Watson versus Mahomes for a game. 
Yeah. Like, I feel like that would be an awesome game to watch in the playoffs. Yeah. We need a, a fourth team, though, to turn it up in the AFC because. I'm telling you, because it's, it's, like, well, it's, just it's the Ravens. The, the Ravens is that team. It's you got the Patriots, the Chiefs, Texans, Ravens. That that kind of went off my point last week. They struggled. They didn't. I mean, they won, but like they should have smacked the Cardinals. I don't know. The Cardinals don't look bad. Actually, they don't look at like they're they're giving people games, and I think that's that's what was their emphasis. They're gonna be a team that you're not gonna win a lot, but they're gonna give you a game now, and that's like. It, you just gotta think about it. They're balanced and they're they're still building, but they're not they're not a rollover. I don't know. I just think Lamar didn't look as good, nearly as good this week. You know, so, you I know mean, who did I, though? Who? Hollywood. Yeah, he did look good. Hollywood. I think Hollywood's locking in every uh, weekly. Yeah. Wait, where is he? And Mark Andrews, dude. I'm about to start starting him. Like I have him on my bench behind Kittle, and both weeks he I should have started him. You know what I have to say to Mark Andrews? I have nothing to say to Mark Andrews. Dude, he had half of. Um. Oh wait, never mind. I was looking at Rush. Damn, Lamar Jackson r- ran sixteen times. I didn't even notice that. Get over one hundred twenty yards. What the hell? Ah, it looks like they're going into the run, more run-heavy offense against like actual football teams again. I don't know if that's sustainable. We'll see what happens. But uh. Along with the Chiefs looking really good, I have to I have to admit, the Cowboys. So the Cowboys are going to win 31-21 in Washington. And I think that the storyline that we're looking at is that Dak Prescott had another solid game. And I think that, you know, I, I it's only a matter of time. I still think it's only a matter of time now for this contract because I'm surprised with Amari, done, yeah. with Amari too. Yeah. Amari and Dak have some chemistry going this year, and they're really looking. They're really looking strong. Yeah. Zeke broke a hundred yards today, and I, there's something that I need to bring up about with Zeke. I, like, is this going to turn into a girly situation where now Pollard's going to get like a full drive of carries? And because girly, girly today, he looked good when they were doing the edge rushing when he was going around like on the toss plays and he was getting the edge, and he, he that's how he scored his touchdown. And then there's the, they take him out for a full drive, and they put Malcolm Brown in. I saw the same thing happen with yeah. Zeke Elliott and Tony Pollard today. Well, that was I think that was only one drive though, but it, it was for the full drive. But yeah, it was so like, a like scoring I'm, drive. what I'm trying yeah. to understand is, do you think that the Cowboys are taking the same approach as the Rams, where they're they, they know they know that like this might be a game that we're definitely going to win? Yeah, but. So that like I see what you're saying. Yeah, I agree. Like Tony Pollard might end up having some standalone value in games that the Cowboys know that they're gonna win if they have like a big lead, because there's just no reason to use yeah. Elliott behind that O line. Pollard can get the job done. Because my whole thing about Gurley this week was the Saints were gonna give him a game, and this game is gonna matter. Yeah. And Gurley got his touchdown, but there were still drives where it was just Malcolm Brown, and then even like. And it was crazy because they would show Gurley on TV and he doesn't even have his helmet on. Yeah. And the Rams are like the 20-yard line in the red zone. And I'm like, he's not even planned to go in this drive. Like, there's not even the chance that, like, they're like third and three, let's put Gurley in. They just knew it was Malcolm Brown. So yeah. it, it's got me worrying about Zeke a little more. And it's got me worrying about Gurley. It's it's unbelievable. Like, you don't have this with McCaffrey or Kamara. Yeah, you really don't. Um. 
But I think that also is like a testament, like to the fact that both the Cowboys and the Rams, like they have good backup running backs, so they're gonna use them. I don't know. So like with Carolina, I don't even know who their backup running back is. So I mean, it's, it's, it's different anymore. But like, it's like it's, different situations, you know. Like, but that's McCaffrey a, has to be in all. The yeah, time, pretty much because he's their offense. Yeah. But what I want to get to in this game is Dak Prescott was 26 for 30 for three touchdowns, 269 well, yards. Before we He get looks it. so accurate, dude. Like, he was hitting every yeah. pass. And he hit a couple deep balls, too. And but his interception wasn't his fault. It, it was supposed to be caught. And the, it, he like, did bounced throw off his hands. He did throw it behind him. The thing about it, so the only thing I have to say, it's a knock um, on Prescott here. It's not even on Prescott. It was against the Redskins, who... Wentz torched last week, and they apparently they're another team. They cannot guard the the long ball. Yeah, Devin Smith, who was a I'm pretty sure he was a second round pick to the Jets from Ohio State. He comes yeah, in as a four string receiver and yeah. he gets a, a 50 yard touchdown, and then that was nuts. Cooper gets an easy touchdown, and Cooper, it, yeah, and Gallup's good. looking really nice. So Gallup's they have a, solid. They they have a really solid offense going right now, but also. Another, another, like another point. Dallas's defense is not isn't looking. As it's not shocked. Like it's yeah, not. No, it's not scaring me. To say. And um, I think that Dak, like, I know Dak's playing against. He's he's had two really easy matchups to start a season. So like, I'm not giving. Like I'm not gonna go off and say that Dak's been the best QB. I'm gonna say like he's had the Redskins and the Giants. Yeah, but like, I if mean, he gave Wentz the Redskins and the Giants. He's gonna have. He's going to have these two games as well. Yeah, but I, I'm just saying I think it's time for people to, like, kind of admit that Dak doesn't, like, suck ass. No, he doesn't. Yeah, I mean, No, he like, doesn't. Like, but he's not – I still don't think he's worth $40 million. Yeah, it's, it, neither like, do that's, I, That's no. the point. It's like – I don't think any quarterback – Our whole knows, debate has been – Except maybe Mahomes. He's, yeah, exactly. He's not Mahomes. Yeah. He's not know, Mahomes. Huh. And he's not – I still don't put him on the Russell Wilson tier. No, because I don't either. Wilson has a Super Bowl. It's just, but like we were talking about this earlier. I don't remember if this was a practice pod or like one of the first ones, but like Dak is solid enough. If the other, if the rest of the team's playing well, like he can get to a Super Bowl. Like that's what he's. I think that's what he's proven right now. So I don't know. I'm definitely like officially scared a little bit of the Cowboys. Uh, they set the tone. Like now the Eagles really have to win tonight with the Cowboys being two zero. The one point, though, I will make is that their run, de- the Cowboys' run defense, did look better this week. Uh, Adrian Peterson only had twenty-five yards. Yeah, he did have a touchdown, but Chris Thompson. I mean, Chris Thompson had a couple five catches out of the yeah, backfield. Yeah, and they're, I'm like, he's gonna have value every week if he still sits in the five thousands. I'm gonna, I'm still gonna be looking at him, but like I said, the Cowboys' run D is not is really isn't that bad. Yeah, I think that the one thing that I got from this game, especially on the Redskins, is McLaurin. Another Ohio State receiver. I can't believe I'm talking about so many Ohio State receivers. McLaurin looks really good. Yeah. And they were targeting him heavy in the second half. Yeah. He did look solid. Apparently he was like the reason why they got rid of Doxon. And so. I don't even I don't even think McLaurin was a top No, uh, I don't know what pick he was. Probably late round. Yeah, it was like four or five, something like that. So that's a that's looking like a steal right now. Um Yeah, but I mean Redskins Take away from that, zero oh, and two. I can't really see them getting back to the battle. It's officially Eagles versus Cowboys for the division. I can't wait. I, I literally I can't wait. When it's does gonna... they play Week Seven? I think. Um, 
I can't fucking wait for that game. Let me see if I can find it. I'm going to be drunker than I am right now. <laughs> but who cares? There's I won't lose so $90 that talk. week. Oh, wait. It's not week seven. When is it? It's one, it's one of the middle. Oh, it's week eight. Week eight. Uh, Sunday night primetime. Week eight. Right, like Cowboys. right now? Like we're, we're going to be getting ready for this game right now. Oh, wait. No, it is week seven. I'm an idiot. I was looking at the wrong week. Yeah, it's week seven. Bot. At Cowboys. Buckle up. That's just gonna be wild. Um, what Speaking of Sunday night football, though? I think I think it's time. I think it's time we start talking about this game that we're about to get into. Yeah, let's get into it. Obviously, um, you guys are gonna hear this after this game. Also, wait, prayers to everyone that had Bears minus two and a half. That was a wild ride. Bears win, and then they just. Aren't I ended good. up live betting Broncos money line in a parlay and was rolling on the floor. So just want you guys to know I'm with you. That was wild. But let's get into this Eagles Falcons game. I'm, I'm like in here. I've been saying it. I, I've said it in the earlier podcasts. This game worries me only because of Julio Jones. I think we're not going to stop Julio Jones in this game. I think that our offense is going to look good. I think this this is a huge Miles Sanders game for some reason. Yeah. I have a really big hunch that he's, he's going to go. I oh, I can't wait dude. because the way we looked, the way that they couldn't stop Dalvin Cook. I really think Doug Peterson is going to hammer with Miles Sanders on an edge rush along with Jordan Howard. I like Alshon. I feel like Alshon's going to have a sneaky, sneaky game. And you know who did, like, they got to get the tight ends more involved. I don't think we used Ertz and Ertz Goddard was, enough. Yeah, I was very surprised at the lack of tight end usage week one. That's got to change. And. For sure. And. The first round pick on the. Falcons side, I think it's their center. He just went down. Oh, really? So they lost one of their, their starting that. linemen. So that's good. That's going to affect Fletcher Cox. I think Fletcher Cox might have a big game. Yeah, and then we got Timmy Jernigan starting this week instead of Malik Jackson. Yeah. I'm um, not. I'm not. I'm not scared of Freeman in this game. I, I'm. I'm literally just going to watch. And I think this is like Julio's going to have that. He can have nine for eighty. But, like, he's going to have nine. I feel like he's going to have, like, eight or nine catches. Like, he's Julio's just going to have a good game. You know who we really need to have a good game if you are if you want that take to land is Derek Barnett on the edges. He's looked, he, he looked need, good last week. He looked week, really good last week. He needs to keep it up. If Derek Barnett's good at run-stopping this week, that's going to be huge. Because um, you're right, dude. Like, I think, I think Matt Ryan's going to have, like, 300 yards passing tonight. It's, it's just fucking inevitable. Matt Ryan... Julio Jones got like 150. Calvin Ridley, Matt Ryan 100. Can I'm, I'm Austin, not, I'm not Austin Hooper's no. going to have like eight catches for 60 here, so, yards. So our secondary is just going to get torched all night? Is that what you're going with? I, I'm just getting scared it's going to, but at the same time, I think we're also – I think it's going to be a pretty high-scoring game. So hopefully we can outlast them. We'll see what happens. I like your take, though, Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders – I, I need it. I need it from him. I need it. Hopefully they relax with the Darren Sproles. They saw that he wasn't as great last week. Hopefully it's more of a timeshare between Miles Sanders and Jordan Howard. But we'll see. Are you about to down this shotgun right now? Go birds, baby. Oh, my God. I actually wasn't too bad but you did spill on yourself a little bit there I don't give a shit my basement's leaking as it is 
Yeah. This is a go birds moment. I've had a terrible day, but who gives a shit? Let's fucking go, dude. Sunday night football at Falcons. Does Coward do the slide in tonight? I don't know. What are the odds on it? <clears throat> He's obviously going to do it, dude. No idea. He does it every time. It's the most electric part of the night. Well, uh, I think we're going to wrap this up here. Go, birds. I'm ready to sweat. This is starting in 10 minutes. Um, if you're fucking with the podcast, give it a follow at Seamers Pod on Twitter and Instagram. We tweet out the links to listen to this. And, uh, yeah, follow us on there. Stay up to date with us. And um, we'll see you next time. Thank you to listening. Thank you for listening to this edition of Steamers Podcast. This is season one, episode six. We'll see you next time. Go birds. Go birds. <laughs>